1: Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.
2: And a happy Friday to everyone out there. Welcome to Fans in the Pro. Mike Haas along with Deuce McAllister on this Friday, January 5th. Hello, Deuce. How are you, my friend? How has your week been? Happy New Year.
3: Happy New Year. It's coming along pretty good. I can't complain too much outside of the cold weather.
2: Yep raining very big here, raining hard, too. But we are lucky because I was kind of wondering this on the, on the drive-in. And I'm not going to spend a great deal of time because you don't have any idea where I'm going. But we, you know, I heard a couple of Happy New Year's January 5th, and I'm like, eh, you know, because tomorrow we get to start saying, hey, Happy Mardi Gras. Happy Mardi Gras. Everybody, everybody else just goes, January 6th, 2024. They just move on, right? But we get Mardi Gras. Boom, January 6th, King's Day. So... Right after the the, the the filling stomach of the holidays we get king cakes. I've already seen a couple today.
3: So I mean, so we we can stop saying Happy New Year now, right? We Correct.
2: can. Now, the other places got they don't know what to do. They just like well, mean, but, but, It feels but, 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 weird I mean, to say Happy New Year on like, January tenth. That, that's what I'm saying. Though <laughs> right. I,
3: I, I'm still getting messages about Happy New Year. <laughs> that, that, that was days ago. That was <laughs> five right. days ago. I that mean, was in Tampa. What, what, like,
2: right, yeah. yeah, yeah, what are we doing? Right? I'm over. it.
3: what are we doing? I mean, it's we're, we're, hey, it's it's you know we count down now, but we are baby. Know, yeah, you know what's what's interesting about the uh, with Mardi Gras season is it's a short it's it's quick this right, year. It's a it, it's a shorter 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 uh, window of it, and so you know a lot of people they 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 have the build up, but well, it's not going to be a build up. It's going to be all right. You got you got to get going. You know, uh, Fat Tuesday is only a couple of days away.
2: Yeah, no, I agree. I, I like it when it's longer because it's although it's tough on the stomach, but I like it when it's longer because it does it's so much better for the kind of. Uh, the business aspects of the Mardi Gras season, so happy for that. So that's Kings Day tomorrow, January 6th. And you may have heard there's a game on Sunday, Saints and the Falcons. And so let's talk about really kind of the the factors of some of the players, the injury report, of course, Alvin Kamara, injured ankle, no surprise, questioned, well, he's going to be a game-time decision. And it's just, you know, I mean, what is it like? You know, he hasn't really tested it. He hasn't – Coach Allen said today he's not really been on the practice field – But he hasn't practiced. To me, that doesn't mean a whole lot. They don't – I mean, at this juncture on week 18, and pads anyway. So, um, you know, I feel like, and I'm asking, you know, this is going to be tested out at some point Sunday morning, Saturday night.
3: No, it'll be Sunday morning and 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 not pads. That's not true. They were in pads last week.
2: Well, looking, on, on, the dentist on, on, like Wednesday. 3 weeks ago, they only had like two more Yeah. you know, practices it, that they were allowed it, it, by the players no, association. Well,
3: it's the players association. Right. You only get so many. Right. You only get so many and so before um they still they used one of them against uh it was Tampa Bay. And so Wow, I thought they'd um, be done
2: by now. That's amazing. Well, yeah, That's no, good. Normally you save would, one, I guess, right? he,
3: he, 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 he wanted to <laughs> I don't want to say make a statement. Oh, yeah, but, he said that. Yeah, it, it was basically, I got to get your attention because we've been sloppy and we were sloppy against this team uh, the first time we played them. And that would be the case against Atlanta. But in Alvin's situation, um, it, you know, it's almost like Chris Olave's situation. Chris is a lot obviously younger than Alvin. Um, for the reps, for him, He, you're not doing anything that's going to be new for him uh he's able to watch the film I mean he's in there getting rehab. he's probably doing uh even some drills a little bit as far as uh and that would be probably today or yesterday they wanted to see how it reacted uh after the treatment but like with the trainers doing some stuff in the training room with those guys but i mean it's it it it's icing it's heating it's uh the massage uh moving trying to get the blood flowing in that ankle. The other part of it is you know you've got the game ready on, and that's basically the compression compression sleeve just to try to make sure that you can get some of that swelling out if any is still in there and you want to see uh because there's one day you got to see all right let's see have him do something and the next day how does the ankle respond did it swell up how sore is it and that gives you kind of an indication as you lead up to sunday's workout i mean because you want to see all right how do you feel first and foremost um we know we didn't give a a workout to you yesterday uh it was earlier during the week we kind of know how you recovered but now we've got you know game day is here how do you feel um let's see we're going to tape it up a little bit you know uh we'll we'll put a brace on it whatever it may you know whatever he's comfortable with uh and then it's all right let me see you move around you know if you can move around you feel like you can go without even a workout Great, but if not, then give me a workout so I have a sense of, you know, what we have. And so another thing that you may see also is from the team's perspective, do they call anybody up from practice squad? Do they elevate anybody up from practice squad tomorrow that gives you at least some indication where it still may be 50-50, but it covers them? I mean, because if you go back to last week, they had one tailback available. Right. You know, they had one tailback available in the second half. And so um, that can be a factor when you talk about <laughs> doing it through one complete game. And so you don't know. Uh, I, I know the, the rookie, uh, Kendra Miller, he's he's dealing with the illness as well. So probably to kind of save yourself. Uh, cover yourself a little bit for the Saints. I wouldn't be surprised for them. And it's not to say that Alvin or Kendra aren't going to play, but for them to to activate somebody from the practice squad just to cover their, their, their bases and make sure that they do have somebody that can spell uh, Jamal a little bit.
2: No, wholeheartedly agree. Kendra Miller, God, that, poor, that guy's been limited, limited, limited for weeks and weeks because of the ankle. And then he doesn't practice today because of, of an illness. So, man, you just, you know you hope that, that that things work out for him. Landon Young out, Lonnie Johnson out. Uh expected that. Everybody else is questionable or playing Peyton Turner. Uh Coach Allen today said most likely will be activated uh to to the roster and uh be up for for Sunday against Atlanta. Has not played since week one in the Tennessee game. He's had some factors in uh, in, in the Atlanta series, blocked that field goal in twenty twenty two, week one. What what, I mean, I know he's in, he's in shape, but w- what kind of a factor could he be on Sunday?
3: Well, he'll, he'll, he'll be your number three slash number four defensive end. I mean, he's been practicing the last couple right. of weeks, but yeah. they wanted him to be available. And here's the other thing that the Saints can do. He, he Coach Allen told you a couple guys that were out for sure already. Uh, normally, I mean, because with him, you have to uh, release someone. or uh, and, and so you're going to look at your two guys that are hurt. All right, which guy? truly can't come back and play you know and so that that's the guy that will go on ir um if they have to release somebody obviously they could but they do you know particularly with some of your injured guys uh you could put them on ir and then activate um when when, when you talk about peyton turner but i mean i don't want to say he's on a pitch count because as the number three slash number four defensive end Th- that's already a pitch count. I mean, and so you're, you're, you're probably looking at 25, maybe 30 plays, uh, and that's probably on the high side, you know, f- for him. But, uh, you know, he's got fresh legs, no <laughs> doubt about that. So hopefully, hopefully <laughs> you have some explosion in him.
2: For the Falcons, uh, their center Drew Dowman is out. He's got an ankle injury. Come back to him. DeMarco Helms, uh out the safety rookie uh, concussion. Also out Troy Anderson, the linebacker with a pec injury. Uh, So the Dalman injury kind of doesn't just stand out, you know, uh, but he's your center. Uh, They've had a pretty good, you know, stretch on that offensive line from, uh, you know, from an injury standpoint. And you got Taylor Heineke, not played a ton, right? Now he's also elicited his question, but I think that's, you know, with with the ankle, I I feel that Taylor's going to play. But not having Drew Dalman in there, that's, I mean, that's, you know, that's something.
3: Yeah, it's definitely something, and you go back and you look at, uh, you know, the Saints the last couple of weeks, Saints have gotten a ton of pressure inside, and one of the things that they've done really, really well with are running the games, and so whether that's TE games or ET games with your defensive line, you know, and that's the D-tackle and D N running, you know, pick game for each other, I think that's where they had some success, and here's the other thing. Even with Taylor playing, if he's got a bad ankle, that should at least slow him down from a mobility standpoint a little, I don't know if it's a ton, but for the Saints, they have to take advantage of that. And So if I've got a quarterback that's not moving greatly, then I'm going to send him maybe a little bit more pressure at him. I'm going to run some games. I'm going to run some twists. Now, we've seen quarterbacks that are banged up. You know, you, you, you look at – uh. uh Trevor Lawrence. Trevor Lawrence. Ankle injury. We'll get him. And he still, you know, he had the big old brace on, and he's, he's still out there running around and getting yards. And so for the Saints, it can't be a situation where they just lose all integrity as they try to rush the quarterback just because we feel like that he's hurt and banged up. You've got to still do your job.
2: All right, take a quick break. We'll come back. on a great show for you this afternoon. NFL Network Steve Weiss will join us at 435, and at 520, we'll talk Pelicans because the Pelicans tonight, Smoothie King Center against the Clippers, both teams on a four-game winning streak. So we'll talk about that with Mark Spears, ESPN NBA analyst at 520. A couple of great guests today on Fans and the pros. well. Deuce McAllister until 6 o'clock tonight.
1: Minimum of four lines for twenty five dollars per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. Five dollars more per line without auto pay plus taxes and fees. Phone fee twenty four monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due thirty five dollars per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com.
0: Listen to every MLB game live. In
1: the deep left center field. It is high. It is far. It is gone.
0: Stream minor league affiliates.
1: The Midwest League home run leader.
0: And Watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at-bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep
4: left field. It's going to go. Alvarez ties the game.
0: Subscribe to at-bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.
2: Welcome back. Mike Ostuse, McAllister on this Fans in the Pro. We'll talk some more Saints and Falcons. Get you ready for Sunday. The Dome Field Advantage with them. Dirty Birds. Get loud. From the very get-go, game day, our coverage begins at 8 o'clock. Join Steve Geller and Jeff Nowak for first take. And then it'll be time for your tailgate party at 10 o'clock. It's Bobby A. Bear and Steve Geller with the Bud Light Countdown to kick off live from inside the Dome. That's the Loge level, the 200-level Gate B atrium, courtesy of Craig's Electrical and Generators. And then kick off at high noon with Deuce, myself, and Jeff Nowak. Turn down your TV and sync up the home team. And after the game... Sound off on the Siroc Point after with the Cajun Cannon Saints and Falcons Sunday. WWL live on the free Odyssey app. Just say Google or Alexa. Play WWL. So, I think we all know the scenario. Pretty simple. I think the interesting part of this, this scenario is that both teams want the same thing to happen. I mean, this is Week 18. You've got teams that are Baltimore's resting. I mean, there's still some spots out there. But Atlanta wants to beat the Saints. And Carolina beat Tampa and they win the South the Saints want to beat the Falcons and Carolina beat the Tampa and they win the South I mean it's kind of a it's kind of a crazy finish well
3: it's a crazy finish but I mean it's it's almost they're all wishing for the same thing it's just their team has to win
2: right yeah, <laughs> first mean, and foremost let's not yeah. forget the first thing
3: yeah the first thing is if, if your team wins then okay now we need Tampa to lose you know and that's what Atlanta is feeling like as well because if that happens, then Atlanta wins, then they get in. And then you talk about the scenarios with the wild card. It's pretty much the same for each team. I mean, because if they win their game and, hey, look, uh, something doesn't happen in the other game, then, hey, look, these two teams, if they lose, then we're in. And so uh, it's weird that it comes down. You play all that football all year, and it comes down to, uh well, at least Tampa controls their own destiny. But, you know, the other two teams, they somewhat control their own destiny, but not completely.
2: Right. So so if we looked at just the wild card games, in the like Seattle's 8-8 eight and eight at Arizona. Arizona coming off this big win. Seattle, uh, uh, you know, tough loss. Arizona, you know, playing for kind of depth position in the draft. But they've already got a pretty good pick. They, think they have two early first-round picks because they had a trade from from houston so to me that if i'm you know tampa and and they don't they don't you know they they don't win they do win uh i guess they don't care about the game but the saints i'd be going arizona to me is a little scary
3: oh arizona and chicago are scary yeah both both of those teams are playing well i mean you look at some of the teams that arizona has beat and chicago who have who they've beat over the last couple of weeks you know it was almost and, and look chicago is guaranteed the number one pick I don't think they're going to keep it, Um, but they've put themselves in a position to have another King's ransom. Uh, We know what happened with Carolina, them trading and getting, you know, uh, you talk about your quarterback, Bryce Young, but you also traded a corner piece uh, for, for your receiver and then the picks. And so whether Chicago wins or loses, it doesn't really matter for them because they're not locked in into the number one pick. They have that already. Now, when, it, when, when you talk about uh, their head coach in for sure guaranteed back, so he's playing for his job, and you talk about Justin Fields, he wants them to not pick a quarterback at number one, so he's kind of playing for his job to be able to prove and say, yes, you see what I did. I am the guy that you need to lead this franchise, trade that pick, Get me another receiver and you know, let's 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 build something long term. And so that that's Chicago's plan with uh Arizona, you know, the first year head coach, you have your quarterback that comes back probably half the year, he is playing really, really well and they had looks like at one point, I don't know if they were truly committed to him, but it looks like they are committed to Kyler Murray as far as being the quarterback going forward. And if that's going to be the case, then they feel pretty good and they want to go out on the right note because, yes, there's some pieces and some things that they need, but I don't know if them just losing is going to be what they want to do, particularly with a new head coach already in his first year.
2: The Saints have answered the question that we talked about earlier, and that was what would they do with the injury situation to bring Peyton Turner back. They have activated defensive end Peyton Turner from the injury reserve and placed linebacker Nephi Sewell on IR. That was just announced. So we are trying to think about who they got. They got you know who's going to go on IR. Who who might you know kind of situation. So the Saints have, have done that, and uh, Peyton Turner will be will be you know playing on Sunday.
3: Yeah, and so Nifasu—it was unfortunate because he was just getting yeah. to play a lot, not just special teams. He was getting to play on the base defense as that four-three guy uh, for the Saints, and he's—he's—he'll—he'll—he'll uh, he'll, he'll be okay. I mean, he—he's got ACL. He's got to fight through that, but he—he—he he, he will be okay.
2: Yeah, and then the wrap up this kind of wild card situation is—it's it's interesting to me because all three teams, and teams—you talk about this: Carolina, Arizona, Chicago—they're all out of the playoffs, and there are times when those teams. They're out, and they're gone, and they could care less. But Carolina doesn't feel that way. Arizona doesn't. Chicago's playing at Green Bay. You know, they got a chance, because if Green Bay loses, they're done, period. So you got a chance to not. It's the oldest rivalry, you know, out there. And you got to go up there to Green Bay and knock off them and Jordan Love and knock them out of the playoffs. I mean, that's all good, I feel, in this whole landscape of what the Saints have to happen doesn't guarantee crud, but – it could be a lot worse. You could be, you know, needing Baltimore to win, right? And they're they're resting everybody. So at least it's you got teams that are trying anyway.
3: I agree with you. Yeah.
2: So, we I was curious about kind of what you think. I mean, I, I talked to Coach Allen about this briefly. You know, Atlanta's got a good run offense. They just do. But against the Saints in their last three games, two hundred plus going back to twenty-two week one. Uh, you know. 228 in week twelve uh this 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 year, I mean they've got that that's where it begins, right?
3: Mike, I mean it's
2: I mean, they're it, good it, run it, teams, it, but they're two hundred plus, you know, in your last three, that's that's different.
3: It begins and it, it really ends with them. I mean, they've got a ton of skill players, first and foremost. But with Atlanta, if you aren't ready to stop the run, good luck. Now, they will turn it over. They will give it to you because, you know, they, they, they've they just been inaccurate from the quarterback standpoint. But you better be ready to stop the run. And if you aren't ready for that, good luck. They will run it and run it and run it, run a little play action, move the quarterback here, throw the ball. But now we're going to go back to running it and run it. That's what they're going to do.
2: They do. They average 130 yards a game, seventh in the NFL. Take a break. We'll come back. We'll talk with NFL Network Steve Weiss, talk about the crazy weekend that is ahead for the playoffs and beyond. Stick with us here on Fans in the Pro, WWL, AMFM, WWL.com, always live and free on the Odyssey app. Welcome back. Mike Oss, Deuce McAllister, and a big treat this afternoon. Steve Weiss, NFL Network's chief national reporter. Steve's host of the NFL Report, along with – James Palmer, which streams Monday and Thursday, 6.15 Central on the NFL Channel. Available on the NFL app, fast streaming platforms, as well as NFL.com slash NFL Channel. Steve, welcome to the show with Mike Austin, Deuce McAllister.
4: Mike and Deuce, thanks for having me,
2: man. Man, this is very cool. So, you know, there's a lot to be playing for this weekend. Three playoff spots remain undecided in the AFC, two in the NFC. Saints and Falcons, huge rivalry. I mean, they're both playing for the same thing. So, Saints win, hoping for Carolina to win. Saints win the division. Falcons win. You know, same thing. If if Tampa can fall, they'll win the division. Give me give me your thoughts. I mean, these teams have such good defenses, but but kind of pedestrian offenses at times. Give me give me your thoughts about this game.
4: Yeah, I mean, this is of course it's a huge game. We know what happened earlier this year when Atlanta just ran the ball all over the Saints. I mean, the Saints can't allow that to happen again if the Falcons get that run game going it it takes all the pressure off of their quarterback Um, and it could be Desmond Ritter Uh, looks like Taylor Heineke for the Falcons you know who's supposed to start has got some ankle issues and they say it's touch and go so we'll see about that but it all matters if the Saints can stop the run and then the Saints offensively um, you know they've got to get Alvin Kamara going they've got to get the run game going up that that, that play action passing I mean they, they keep You know that defense on its heels uh they've got every opportunity to win it. i mean the falcons are going to compete but you know they they've they've clearly got some cracks in the armor and the and the saints just have a huge opportunity after the big win last week to get back to the playoffs
3: yeah steve i mean but you, you you have to think that atlanta feels like they're in that same
4: situation though as well correct oh absolutely i mean Look, this is this is a huge game for the Falcons. I mean, one, they win. You know, some other things have to happen, but they've got a chance to get into the playoffs. But you know, their their head coach's job is is potentially on the line. I mean, they lose this game; they finish seven and ten for the third straight year, and this was the year they were supposed to make some significant progress. um, You know, based on them finally having salary cap room, spending money, a lot of money on the defense and the salary cap. but to finish with the same record they've had the past two years, that's something that we'll see if their owner, Arthur Blank, will tolerate. So they've got a, they've got a lot of things at stake in this game. And, look, those players over there are going to compete. So it's, it's going to be a typical Saints-Falcons game for the most part. They'll probably come down to a field goal on the final possession.
3: Yeah, and that's what I was going to allude to next as far as from the head coach's standpoint, really for both squads. You know, obviously Dennis Allen is probably in a little bit different situation as far as having as much pressure. But when you've drafted skill position like they have the last three years and offensively you're still not clicking, uh, that's a problem,
4: particularly when it's an offensive coach. Well, it's a huge problem um, because, you know, you talk to people around the league and they say, you know, look, the Falcons have had, Three three picks in the top eight, but they drafted non-premium positions per se, right? Your premium positions, quarterback, and those who impact the quarterback. Left tackle, corner, edge rusher, right? So they, they decided not to go that route. So you draft a running back, a tight end, and a wide receiver, and you don't really utilize them like they're special players. And so that's where some of the rub go, goes with their draft pick. But, you know, they, they really hinged everything this year on the quarterback situation, starting off with Desmond Ritter, that clearly has not worked. You know, so maybe the owner says, look, this is the first year we tried this, that we weren't in the, this cap jail, salary cap jail that we've been in. Maybe we'll give him another year and give him a quarterback to work with. At the same time, you may say, well, I've, I have really haven't seen anything offensively that makes me think, even if we get a quarterback, we're going to be better. I know Arthur blank. Well, um, He's patient with head coaches. So I think, unless he feels he can get something better uh, in this coaching market, he'll probably stand pat.
2: Have you seen kind of this? Feels like such a unique season. And the NFC South, I know it gets, you know, gets hammered a lot for the last few years. Uh, But you look at Buffalo and Kansas City. So they're ten and six. You know they have six losses. The Saints have eight, right? I mean the the margin of error is is just uh, error seems to be so laser razor thin than ever before.
4: Well, you know it's it's always like that. I mean you you look at the team last year, Minnesota. I think they were thirteen and three. The majority of their wins were one score games, and they're out in the playoffs, you know, real quick. Um, And then this year it's flipped for them. They've had, of course, Kirk Cousins just hurt, but they, they're, they lost those close games. So, you know, look, I'm telling you this right now, though, if, if you can sit there and look at Deuce and say, Deuce, if the Buffalo Bills are playing the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, who you got? And I guarantee Deuce, you can tell you the Buffalo Bills. You know, it's, quarterback. it's just, you, you can sit there and say, it's razor thin, but at this point of the season, how is your team playing? That's what matters. And a team like Kansas City, they've regained their footing last week, and they've got a great quarterback, right? So you say, okay, they, they've got a shot. But if you look at the Philadelphia Eagles talking about, you know, margin of error, there's nobody who thinks right now that this team is going to go on a deep playoff run because their defense looks exhausted. The pass rush, which was getting in last year, is not getting in this year. Therefore, it's exposing their secondary and their second-level linebackers um, where they clearly have some talent deficiency, so that's quick. That's how quickly things can flip, you know, to the negative. And then, of course, they can flip to the positive. And a prime example is this weekend's game with the Houston Texans and Indianapolis Colts, two teams nobody would have thought would be where they are right now. I got to ask
3: you about college football and your perspective uh, of what we have when you look at the national championship. And then are you still involved with the uh, – uh, and I'm, I feel fairly sure that you are um, – uh, I can't even think of the name of it, but the bowl in New Orleans, the HBCU Bowl. The HBCU Legacy Bowl. Yeah, the Legacy Bowl. Um, you got to give me your thoughts on that. I know we're a few weeks away, but I know some of those players that are in it, and just give me your thoughts on that as well.
4: Yeah, for those who don't know, the HBCU Legacy Bowl, it is uh, Doug Williams and James Shaq Harris, two legendary uh, black quarterbacks, historical black quarterbacks in the NFL. Um, started a game a couple years ago where they take draft-eligible players from HBCUs, put them together in an all-star game. It's very much like the Senior Bowl. Um, and all the NFL scouts would be there. All 32 teams are represented. And it all stems from a two-year period where only one player from HBCU was drafted. And over the years, what we've seen is some players who played in that game have either earned roster spots, uh, like uh, you know so a couple of players from Florida A&M, um, You know, about four or five players have earned as undrafted free agents or gotten drafted from the HBCU Legacy Bowl. Um, Some coaches there have gotten attention as well. So this year, it's it's going to be a really it's probably the most talented group of players that they've assembled, Uh, and it'll take place at Tulane. I want to say February twenty fourth. It airs on NFL Network as well. I'll be doing the play by play. Bucky Brooks will be doing the color analysis on that. So. Really excited for that because the exposure gives a lot of deserving players from HBCUs.
2: You're right. It is uh, Saturday, February 24th, uh, 3 o'clock, uh, the HBCU uh, Legacy Bowl there at tulane Yulman Stadium. So I- I'm, I'm curious as we kind of wrap this up and we head into week 18, the final week, and still playoff positions on the line, but if you to move forward. Who's playing the best football? Who's if you had to pick a team right now that I that you were gonna, you know, put a quarter on to to win it? Who who would that be?
4: I mean, you you can't deny the the Baltimore Ravens are playing the best football right now. I mean, the way they've taken apart the supposed elite teams in the NFL the past few weeks. I mean, they they tore up Jacksonville. They 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 beat down San Francisco, and then what they did to Miami last week was it like fifty six to eighteen or something like that. Nobody's playing better than them. And as and great as Lamar Jackson is playing as the MVP, what their defense has done uh, enforcing the takeaways and just overwhelming these teams, um, they're, they're playing the best. I mean, them and the Niners are the legit one seed. And frankly, I don't know if there's too many teams you can look at at this point and say um, they're going to be able to knock those teams off. I mean, if Buffalo gets in, they've got the huge game against Miami Sunday night. the Buffalo gets in, they look incredibly dangerous uh, Miami with its speed, but you know, losing Bradley Chubb and, and Jalen Phillips are stud edge rushers to season-ending injuries. That's a huge blow. Um, so it, it's going to be interesting. I, I think Detroit poses a big matchup issue uh, for a lot of teams as well. I mean, they they can play with teams like San Francisco um, in the NFC. They could play with Dallas. So um, you know, it, it'll be intriguing. I mean, this is why you, you suit up and, and, you, and you hope you get some good weather for games like this because you want everybody to be fair and square and to play their best.
2: Well, the last question I have is, uh, do you think, (laughs) irrespective of what, you know, games, will the saints get help this weekend, either from Carolina or then they, if they don't get it from Carolina, they're going to need it from Chicago and as well as Arizona. Can they get help this weekend?
4: It's, it's,
2: it's going to be
4: tough. <laughs> it's it's, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be tough. But you know what? I mean, you guys know this, man. There's always something odd like this, where it looks like a long shot. Like this. I could see Chicago knocking off the Packers. They're, they're playing great football right now, especially on defense. Um, and Arizona has, they've competed all year. In one game, you don't think they're going to win. So I could see something crazy like that happen. Um, and Tampa, you know, look, the way, the way the Saints put it on them last week, they just came out completely flat. You do that against you know, a wounded duck like Carolina, you're going to lose. So we have seen stranger things like this happen. I don't know if it necessarily will happen with the Saints, but they just need to take care of the business against Atlanta first and foremost because you know that, that's all that they can control. Anything that happens is based off of what they've done to themselves, either positively or negatively during the season.
3: Yeah, I agree with you. It should be a fun weekend, and I'm looking forward to the Legacy Bowl as well. I, we appreciate you being able to come on and talk and chat with us a little bit.
4: Oh, Anytime, guys, man. You guys take care and all the best. When I'm down there in New Orleans, let's uh, let's circle back and do this again.
2: You bet. We appreciate it. Steve Weiss. You got it, guys. Thanks, man. Host of the NFL Report, along with James Palmer, which streams Monday and Thursday, 615 Central, on the NFL Channel, available on, on the NFL app, fast streaming platforms, and NFL.com. Slash... NFL channel. Take a break. Mike cost Deuce McAllister. This is Fans and the Pro, always live on the free Odyssey app, wwl and WWL.com. Welcome back, Fans and the Pro, Mike cost Deuce McAllister. On this Friday night, working towards 5 o'clock, we're here till 6 o'clock tonight, and then at 7 o'clock, it'll be the Smoothie King Center and the New Orleans Pelicans tonight against the LA Clippers uh, we'll be a boomer and Valenti at six here on the station. The Pelicans trying to get their fifth straight win, which will be the first time this year against a Clipper team that's won four straight. So this is this is going to be a big one, man. This team is playing some good basketball since that that's in season tournament with LA. Just a couple of just gut wrenching gut wrenching losses to to Memphis, and man, other than that, they've played really solid basketball.
3: Well, even really before you know going to LA for the tournament, they true, well. really. Yeah, yeah they they, <laughs> they were playing well. I mean, it's just a, the the blowout that everyone remembers. And then even the games that they've lost, I think Mike maybe out of maybe one of them out of the four, I think it's four games that they lost. Yeah, they still had a double digit lead. And all those of the games that they lost, it was two points, one point, or I mean, it was very very where if they close in the end or at least keep the double digit lead you're talking about the Pelicans being one of the hottest teams even though they're really they're playing really well you're talking about them being truly one of the hottest teams where you've won you know eight, nine, ten games in a row almost
2: Oh yeah well Charlie because you it's know, you, you know, just said they have a combined five points in their last three losses. Wow. That's, yeah, I mean, that's that, right that all you need to know. Right, they're 21 and 14 right now in the, the you know, the 6 seed, which in January means very little. But man, I just feel like, you know, and then How about the win in Minnesota? Right? You go to Minnesota, you take on the best team in the Western Conference, you give them just their ninth loss. I mean, that's, uh, I just. Mike, not,
3: not only just ninth loss, they had only lost one game at home. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And so you go up there and you, you had control of that game and your stars were stars and, you know, you were making shots, you were playing defense, help defense. And, you know, it, it, it was a complete game. And so I think Aunt, uh, Anthony Edwards said it basically best, you know, they, they, they whooped their bottoms, you know, basically like that. It, he didn't use bottoms. He used a little yeah. bit more, uh, you know, we're, we're on radio. We, we, we've got kids listening, but, uh, <laughs> you know, you, you, you you get my point, and yes, so I do. yeah, you get my point. And uh, the Pelicans, uh, it, it's really about health. I mean, and 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 being committed and, and seeing the big picture. If they can do that and 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 be healthy, and, and the other one, I, I know Willie got a, a tech for it in the game before Zion got a tech, but Zion is getting hammered on certain plays. Yeah, and the officials are like, oh yeah, it's out, it's out on you, or oh no, it's just out of bounds, you know. And uh, look. I don't care how big, I don't care how strong he is, a foul is a foul. You may not want to call it because it's ticky-tack because he's so big and it didn't hurt him, but it's a foul. You got to call it. And so, Coach Willie, he was all the way down on on, on Coach Finch's end to let the referee know, man, that's a foul. And I'm surprised they didn't toss him. They did give him a technical, but, I mean, it's a foul. And, and, He's not and exactly Zion getting star
2: treatment, right? I mean, it's well, almost he, like the he, exact opposite.
3: It, 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 it is the exact opposite. Well, it's it, it's the opposite, but it's what Shaq used to get. It's it, it's what some of the big dominant bigs used to get, and they feel like oh, he he ain't hurting you. You can you can handle it. No, it's a foul. Right. I don't care if it, I don't care if it, it, it's not hurting him or it's a foul. And so, um, you know, ho- hopefully that changes a little bit. You know, you're not asking for. Every call, unless you're calling every call on everybody. But, I mean, some of the obvious stuff. Come on.
2: I think we're going to talk a lot more about the Pelicans at 520 with Mark Spears, ESPN NBA analyst. So we look forward to that. I was reading, you know, just kind of getting ready for the show. And the Pelicans had beat the Clippers earlier this year, back in November, 116-106. Uh, And the Clippers come in 21-12, and so they're a very, very hot basketball team and a good basketball team. But the Pelicans have won nine of their last ten versus the Clippers. Yeah, well,
3: you know, er, er, uh, earlier a lot of those games, it was either uh, Paul George wasn't available or Kawhi wasn't available. And for the most part, they've all been available. And earlier this year, they were available for the matchup. And you know who, who, who has been the stopper? And I don't want to jinx him. I don't. I don't want to jinx him, but it. it How are you it's going basically... to answer
2: the question? <laughs> you you walked us down this road. How are you going <laughs> to? Uh,
3: not on Herb. I'll just okay. put it like that. All right. if, if if not on Herb goes out there and does what he normally does, then he makes it really really tough for one of those stars. And now. You've got, you've got other playmakers for the Pelicans that can play really good defense. They may not be uh, like Herb is, but at the same time, they can go out there and they do kind of what they do. And then it's, it, it, it slows it and it makes it really, really tough. Uh, the center matchup as well for the uh, Pelicans, uh, Jonas has played really well, and then I'm, I, I'm one guy that – probably hadn't got the credit that he's need he's he's been out with rib injury and some other injuries now cj is playing unbelievable but i'm not talking about him i'm talking about larry i mean larry larry has been a monster on fire since he's came back from his injury not only from the boards but just his defense um has been really, really good. And so, man, it's, it, it's fun to watch them. It's, it, it's exciting, and, you know, hopefully they can keep it rolling. And, you know, the only thing that last year it was December and the injuries kind of hit, hopefully it's all right. We, we make it all the way to the to the uh, all-star break, and then you get a little break and you can regroup. But by that time, you're up, you know, 15, 20 games over 500.
2: Ah, I love that. Clippers tonight, 7 o'clock. Then it gets a little tough, right? You know, a little January tussle on the road at Sacramento, Golden State at Denver, at Dallas, back-to-back with Dallas. So five straight on the road after tonight. Smoothie King Center, 7 o'clock. We're back after a quick break. The news is coming up. Mike cost, Deuce McAllister. Again, 520, we'll have Mark Spears talk more Pelicans action for you as they get ready for the Clippers tonight. We're back after this on WWL, AMFM, WWL.com, always live and free on the Odyssey app. The news is next.